It's been a long time since I've seen my friends, ridden my bike with my team, gone to Soul Cycle, hugged another human being who doesn't live in my house, or taken a single day off. When the job of first grade teacher was added to my already full docket, I gave up on the notion that I used to have, you know, back in the olden days, about not working weekends. If anything, weekends have become the only time I can get any uninterrupted and focused work done. But it also comes with a certain level of exhaustion. As an introvert, I need time to recharge. And, well, let's just say I've had zero time alone in many months. Which is a gigantic lead up to the fact that we are replaying an episode from early, early last year about building communities. For two reasons. One, because I always write and record the podcast over the weekend. And because so many listeners, Spin Sucks readers, community members, and conversations we've had in recent weeks are around building community. During this crazy time, organizations suddenly need to rely completely on online communities to stay connected to their customers and to the industry. If you haven't yet built a community, it's not too late. And now is the perfect time to engage people in an online community where they have shared interests, opportunities, challenges, and even dreams. Listen on to learn how to build an online community, the secret sauce of engagement, and the short and long-term benefits of having one. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. There are things in the online world that just have to be dealt with. One of them is trolls. Now, I know, to be clear, the type of trolls you get when you're talking about PR aren't the same or as bad as the type of trolls you'll get if you're talking about politics. But they can still be pretty awful. A few months ago, our content team recommended I do more video, especially in our Facebook advertising. They weren't wrong. I just have a really hard time doing video. I prefer to write. But I took their advice and put on my big girl pants and created some Facebook video ads. And then the trolls came out. (laughs) One guy said he couldn't take me seriously because of the quote-unquote contractor-grade lighting fixture in the background. You know, the one my dad gave me as a wedding gift. Another guy said he didn't like my TV tube armoire. I'm not going to pretend I felt great about it. I didn't. It hurt my feelings. Here I put myself out there, and this is what people are commenting on. Ugh! Ah! (laughs) But what happened next was pretty wonderful. Stick around to the end of this episode, and you'll find out one of the unexpected benefits of a real community. Before that, though, let's talk about online communities, why they matter, and how to build one. First, what is an online community? It's people who know you or your brand or both, like you or your brand or both, and who engage with you, and this is the most important part, engage with one another. Much of your content marketing works to get people more familiar and comfortable with your brand values and messaging. But community building takes this a step further and allows your fans and followers to get to know and support one another. Not only do they participate in an environment you create, which is great for reputation and sales, but they'll talk to you about other people who may not be familiar with you yet, evangelize for your products and services, and in some cases even help you sell. Community members are the MVPs of your audience. They've taken the time and energy to create content, get involved, and make their voices heard. They're the best of the best, and when you have a good group of them, 
They provide many benefits. So how do you get one of those elusive communities? We'll talk about how to do that in just a minute. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I'm back. The elusive community. You want one, right? Unfortunately, you cannot wave your magic wand, open a Facebook group, and expect the community to happen. It takes time. A lot of it has to be organic. And everyone involved has to really want to be there. The first step in building an online community is creating enough mutual caring and respect in your audience to support it. Lots of people ask us for our Spin Sucks community secret sauce, and I'll tell you what it is time. I know. I know that's a terrible answer, but it's true. We've been building, engaging with, and building trust with our community for, gosh, just a little bit more than 10 years. 10 years. Holy smokes. I think it was 2009, like mid to late 2009. So just a little more than 10 years. First on the blog, then on Facebook, and then two years ago, we moved to Slack. We found people wanted to continue to have conversations, but they wanted to do it in a less public way. That's why we created a specific channel on Slack for it. It did take a little prodding at first, but now we're at 2009 engagement levels again and might even be surpassing it. If you're going about creating a community a little more intentionally, there are some specific things that will help you get going. The first is to start asking for engagement on the social networks where you're active now. If you're on Twitter or Facebook, ask questions and respond to the answers. If you get comments on your blog, respond to them. This is a Mark Schaefer trick. You can even send personal thank you notes to folks who contribute to your content. Demonstrate through your actions and responses how much you value and appreciate people taking the time to tell you their thoughts. If you notice that you have a frequent engager or two, look into them. Do they have a blog or business? Promote it. Treat your fans how you want them to treat you. Read and engage with their work. Connect them to people and resources who can help them grow. Sure, it's not scalable, but it works as you're starting out. People spend time with your content. They want to know that they've been heard and appreciated by you. You set the tone for how your community will be by acting like the community you want and making it easy for people to do the same. Do it enough time with enough people and it will start to snowball. And then they'll be ready for something more. 
When you have the people who are ready for a more permanent place to engage, you need to create it for them. Options for online communities abound. Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, Slack channels, membership forums, Mighty Networks. There's no shortage. But you do need to choose one to be your community headquarters. In a community headquarters, your members will know you'll likely be there, hanging out with them, answering questions, and making information available. What's important to consider, however, is just how much work someone is willing to put into a community. The more invested they are in engaging with you and with one another, the more they'll work to get used to a new platform, such as Slack or Mighty Networks. For example, it would be a lot easier to get people into a Facebook group than a Mighty Networks community because most people already spend time on Facebook and know how it works. That said, a community on Mark Zuckerberg's platform will always belong to Mark Zuckerberg. I'll get into more detail about the pros and cons of different platforms in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned for that. And now you have a great reason to subscribe to this show if you haven't already. Outside of your community headquarters, you need to make sure it's easy for community members to find each other on the outside. They should be able to comment on your blog posts, engage on your social media networks, and hear from you via email. The different platforms work together to create little circles on the internet where people who know and like each other are able to meet and chat about their area of interest, all curated and provided for by you. It becomes a very powerful ecosystem. And I bet you're starting to really understand about how important consistent brand is, right? So what has having a community done for me personally? Well, when I was sitting in front of my computer writing and rewriting responses to the guys who didn't like my furniture or light fixtures, the community came to my rescue. It was a smorgasbord of incredibly nice comments about what we offer the industry, the value we provide agency owners, and everything we do to give back. I didn't have to lift a finger, and I will always be grateful. I don't have anything to top those warm, fuzzy feelings for today, so I'm going to invite you to join the best community on the internet for communicators by going to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you in there and I'll see you next week after I've taken a little time off to recharge. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 